Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed. And now Steve Jordahl is in studio with us. Good morning. Doesn't a week go past when Steve doesn't wear a pur- purple shirt? I, I have a lot of those. I don't know why. Yeah, purple's a good I color. It's your favorite color, maybe. Royal, royal I feel color. royal. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Ed, tell folks how they can join us on what you affectionately call that their internet. Absolutely. If uh, they want to watch us do radio, simply go to YouTube or Facebook. Search for today's issues and click through, and you can watch us. We do have a video stream for this show. We also audio stream uh, our program, so if you want to listen on your computer, you can go to AFR.net. And uh, if you're going to be traveling and you want to be able to continue listening to American Family Radio but won't be near a terrestrial radio station, you can simply download the AFR app to your smartphone or other portable device. And anywhere you have uh, a good signal, you can listen live to American Family Radio, or you can go to AFR.net and grab the podcast of a show that you might have missed. Yeah, we have thousands and thousands now who listen to us on on our AFR app. Yes, and we have thousands of people a month download podcasts of the show. You know, they're busy. They miss a particular program, but they don't want to miss the information. Or the inspiration, Tim. In our case, you know, I'm they, not going to. I'm going to agree with you on that one. <laughs> Informational and podcast. inspirational. Yeah. Um. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us on today's issues. So, Steve. Yes, sir. Go. Um, I wanted to, to go back, Ed. I know you were talking. I heard you talking earlier about the spiritual dimension behind the uh, anger and behind the pro-abortion yes. movement. Uh, it was never more clear than yesterday. So <clears throat> after this draft was released, uh, both sides, pro-life and pro-abortion advocates, all gathered at the Supreme Court steps and started yelling at each other. Right. And um, there's video of pro-abortion people um, just, just, you, just livid. I mean, out of their mind, angry. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, <clears throat> this is what one, uh, protester was yelling. I want you to hear clip nine. Burn the Bible. Burn the Bible? Play it again. Burn the Bible. Burn this? the Bible. This is on the steps of the Supreme Court yesterday. I thought they were. I thought they were saying like. I thought it was like Christians saying, "Read the Bible." They were oh. saying, "Burn the Bible." Yeah, and there's one uh, at activist that used Jesus' name along with a profanity that I just, I just can't even no. fathom. And so, it, the the anger there is is nonsensical. It just doesn't make sense uh, that anybody would be that angry as, as one of you well, said. Outside it does, of the it does if you, if, yes, you're you're correct on a uh, human psychological level. Uh, and I, I know about these things. That's right. <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to explain my credentials to understand human psychological They're dyna- obvious. dynamics. Yes, go ahead. 
But I will just say this. Uh, that goes back to what Ed said last hour. These people are God-haters. Yes. Okay? And God-haters, um, they, <clears throat> well, they're that. They hate God. Many of them say God doesn't exist, but they hate him anyway. <laughs> right? Right. Which, again, is irrational. Yeah. But uh, so when they're saying burn the Bible, they're, they're, uh, that's, that's, they're, they're, give, they're shaking their fist at God. And they really, really, really detest Christians because we believe in the Bible as, uh, the, as truth as expressed to us from God on how to live, how to conduct ourselves, the path to salvation, morality, values, all those things come from the Holy Scriptures. And so they they can't find God to physically confront, so they have to take it out on his representatives here on earth. Right. Uh, Christians and and then, of course, the book, which is the Bible. So when they're saying burn the Bible there, I don't know how many of them there were. I just heard one guy. But that, that's expressive of the hardcore secular humanist. Um, and th- so that's the reason they act so they react so viscerally. Otherwise, you would think to yourself, okay, number one, you're an atheist. So, and secondly, that, that was a man, yep. right? Uh, yeah. So despite what Google the best the best we can determine <laughs> is not a biologist. Okay, but despite <laughs> despite Google's emoji, a man can't have babies. Right. right. So he's a uh, a dude. So why does he care enough to go out to a go down to the Supreme Court and start screaming at the top of his lungs against the Bible? Right. Yeah, that's just representative of of what angers these people is the fact that God. Uh, does exist and he does speak through his word on right and wrong and killing a baby in the womb of the mother is immoral evil and is uh and is declared sinful by god and they can't they don't want god telling them how to live right have I, have I no, that's, that's a perfect explanation of it. And I always like the little thing you, you say. Um, I guess you invented it or came up with it first. But, uh, yeah. Frank atheist. Turek. What you're about to say, Frank okay. Turek, that's where I got it from. All right. So, uh, no, I, 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 of course I don't believe in God, and boy, do I hate him. Yeah, that is a Frank <laughs> Turek thing. I, that's, a, that's a great way of uh, trying to – point out the irrationalities sometimes of their and and let me just remind our listeners too this is why we're called to love our enemies because some of these people down on those steps some of the people that uh, we all know that right now hate god may very well one day come to know him we were we were all once rebellious yes to god until you uh, in one way or another maybe not so vocal right uh but uh the Bible says that until you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you are in rebellion right. to God. Enemies of Enemy. God. En- That's what the en- Bible says. While we're yet enemies, Christ died for us. Amen. So just remember that, folks. That's why 
hopefully Christians in those kinds of moments, like Tim's, uh, like Steve's talking about down on the steps of the Supreme Court building, hopefully Christians will remain loving. You can be firm, you can be vocal, uh, but you should never allow yourself to be captured by the kind of anger and hatred that we yeah. oftentimes see on the left. And, and it's just like uh, you just, again, you wonder if somebody is an atheist, why does it bother them so much that Christians believe in a God that doesn't exist? Romans one, <laughs> especially I mean, yeah. if it's just, if, if we're all one. just yeah. animals and when we die, nothing, nothing is good. It's like one chimp being angry at another chimp because he doesn't like bananas. Right. I mean, that makes no sense in a to, world. To Steve's earlier point. Uh, but it does make sense if they claim to be atheist, but deep down inside they know there is a God. Right. And and they have to reckon yes. with, with, with that. What, so, uh, yeah. Romans one nineteen says, For what can be known about God is plain to them, talking about the unregenerate, the, the, sin, the sinful world. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world, um, dot, 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 so they are without excuse. Right. They being the, uh, all of us. Humans. Humans. Right. 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 Uh, so there you go. Next story. All right. I, boy, last night in L.A., they were, Netflix was, was uh, filming a comedy show. Dave Chappelle was one of the comedians on there. I, w I would not recommend whenever this comes out watching it because it was, I'm sure, very family unfriendly comedy. Right. But in the middle of this, some guy storms the stage and tackles Dave Chappelle. And he had what was a, a gun, what was a fake gun with a real knife inside and stunned everybody Um all the A-listers that were there uh, offstage or the comedians came out and tackled the guy and drug him away. N Chappelle nor anybody else was hurt. The guy was arrested. Um, <laughs> Chris Rock was one of the Chris Rock was one of the people uh, well, that that's actually, ironic. I know. It? Well, he, as as he was going away, as this thing was calming down, Chris Rock looks at the audience and says, "Will, was that you? <laughs> Did he <laughs> really?" Yes. Oh, man. That goes back to the Will, Will Smith, Smith. <laughs> incidents where where he slapped Chris Rock. I listen. You you mentioned that Jamie Fox and Chris Rock, yeah, both um, they were part of celebrities, part of the special. I, I was very impressed to to hear you say that they tackled this guy in defense of David Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, and that's that's pretty extraordinary. This guy, for all they knew, had a real gun. Yeah, yeah. Put their uh, put their neck on the line. What, what, what was it? What was the guy's? Mo was he just a nut job? Or I don't just... know that we know yet. Uh, well, David have... Dave Chappelle has come under a lot of fire. Yeah, uh, because uh, he's opposed to cancel culture and uh, the woke idiocy we see behind a lot of the cancel culture, but he's also joked about sexual orientation and transgender, the transgender movement. He's come under a lot of fire for that. His argument is, I listen, I love everybody, but I have the right to make fun of whatever right. I uh, want and whoever I want. It's America. And it's the and, job of comedians. And it's the job of the, com of the comedian. That could be why he was attacked, but I guess we'll find out. It's interesting, though. Um, comedian Dave Rubin was on Fox this morning and talking about it. And he's drawing a link between the rhetoric of the left and what happened last night. Um, 
when we call. Uh, who's Dave Rubin? Dave Rubin is a comedian. Okay. That uh, that they were talking with. He's a Fox contributor too, I suppose. Uh, listen to cut six. This is interesting. There is a group of people in America who, for years now have been telling us that they think that words are violence. So if you say something mean, that somehow is a violent act. But actual violence, say like burning down a Target or a Pep Boys, is not violence. You cannot violently assault anyone. Just like if you were at a restaurant and the guy at the table next to you said an off-color joke or something that you didn't like, you can't just punch them. But we are in a very, very weird part of this American story right now where people believe that their offense is an excuse to either attack other people or dox other people or somehow try right. to ruin other people's lives. Violence, if you, offense, words. That's very interesting. Now, we've been saying for years, uh, especially as hate crimes, uh, the hate crime uh, movement, the part of the uh, homosexual agenda where they tried to pass hate crime laws, they were the ones who I, I believe started this by saying words can be violent. And so they kind of started drumming up support for hate crime laws, uh, never quite coming out and saying that words should be illegal, but saying that the actual violence being committed, they were arguing, uh, against homosexuals was because of the language of disapproval that conservatives and Christians were using. Uh, so now we have come, like Ruben is saying, we've come to the place where people say, no, your words against me are violence. I'm just defending myself right. with my fists. It's okay. nonsensical, and it, it devalues the word violence so much that now if they needed to, say, differentiate between I'm offended by your words and you have a knife drawn on me, there's there's no way to do that anymore. Right. All right. <clears throat> so anarchist, according to Vice Magazine, our Vice website, it, which is another site I do not recommend, but um, their tech company has uh, found an article. <clears throat> Anarchist Collective shares instructions to make a DYI, do-it-yourself, abortion pill. Now, this I is... I thought that already existed. Abortion, oh, this is do-it-yourself. Well, this is what they're saying, and the, the logic is false. But what they're saying is, oh, my gosh, when Roe v. Wade is, is taken away, no one will be able to get the, you know, the RU-486. And so they can't do it. So they got to find a way to get their own pills without a doctor. This is what's just oddly, sickeningly fan, f interesting to me. What they're saying is, you can. Okay, uh, we know RU486 is a two-drug cocktail. You take one, and it. Well, you have to take two for the abortion. Misoprostol is one. This is what this article says. Misoprostol is relatively easy to acquire from veterinary sources since in addition to medically inducing abortions, it's also used to treat ulcers in horses. So the this is literally is a horse pill. Literally saying you should take a horse pill for your abortion. Where have we heard that before, but with disapproval? Ivy. Ivy. Mectin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the I don't want to trigger, trigger the... Uh, algorithm the algorithm <laughs> so so they're they're saying it's not funny are you uh, 46 no uh, uh, the abortion bill is not funny what we're pointing out is the hypocrisy of the left talking about taking a literal horse pill right for the abortion when they were arguing and and mocking 
people who took that other medication. That other medication, there was a form used for horses, but there was a form used right. for people that had been used for years yes. with people. It was pre- it can be prescribed by a doctor, and that's what they wanted to use when they wanted to use that other medication f- to treat COVID. This literally is a horse pill you get from a veterinarian they're telling you to take. Well, listen, I'm sure conservatives can use absurd arguments and be absurd at times, but this... We're immune for that, This Ed. is <laughs> This is a, an absurdity uh, that I, I guess they don't see the irony in what they're doing. But mm-hmm. anyway, next, next story. Um, Twitter. Um, there's upsetness now. <laughs> upsetness. It's a word uh, about this. People are afraid. The left is afraid that if Elon Musk gets his hands and his way with Twitter, that all kinds of in scare quotes, free speech is going to break out and we can't have that. And so Media Matters, a very liberal group, has uh, written to advertisers that use Twitter and advertise Twitter. By the way, Elon Musk, his latest proposal is to charge uh, regular users like you and I, well, it'll be free, and he said it'll always be free, but for government users and for corporations, he's thinking about maybe charging them to use Twitter. But nonetheless, there are people, there are companies that advertise on, on Twitter, and they have sent a letter to all of these uh, liberal, uh, all of these companies from this l- group of liberal groups saying, you got to make sure you keep censorship on Twitter. Don't let it go. It's it's there. It's a megaphone for extremists and the trafficking and disinformation, <clears throat> hate and harassment, and they are so set on keep the conservatives. It's not going to work. Not going to work with Elon Musk. That's the whole point he bought it for. He didn't. He didn't invest billions and billions of dollars to be told by these lefties you got to keep doing the same thing Twitter's been doing. Right. So I, it's it's a futile effort. It is. And the number one request that they have, number one, <laughs> there's a name in the back of my head that for some reason, keep accounts, including those of public figures and politicians that were removed for egregious violations of Twitter rules off the platform. Oh, who could they have in I mind? I don't know. I think uh, there, there, was a, there was a dog catcher in Toledo, president. Ohio, that got kicked <laughs> off. Uh, that's that's tell, uh, yeah, <laughs> one, one President Donald Trump right yes. there is what they're talking about. I, I, got, I want to ask you guys here. I know we're not betting men. Right. Uh, but if you had to bet, uh, how long – President Trump has said – you know, he started Truth – was it Truth, Truth Social? Truth Social. Truth Social, which was a, a, a response to him being banned by some of the big social media right. companies uh, from using them, such as Twitter. Um, he says he's not – he, President Trump, says he's not going back on Twitter. Uh, I don't believe him. Uh, he may have said that, may have intended. I don't. I don't believe he's lying. I, I just don't believe he's going to be able to hold back, uh, especially if he's going to run for president again. So I'm saying by the end of the summer, a hey, August, my bet is Trump's back on Twitter. What do you guys think? No, I I agree because I don't think that President Trump can stay away from that many eyeballs. Okay. And by that, I mean, when, when he tweets, if he gets back on Twitter and he tweets, he's going to have millions of people. He's good for business on Twitter. Yes. And, and I, I, I think, I don't, I don't he'll know. Do clo- you think he'll close down his and then 
Well, well, I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask: Is Truth Social simply an alternative for Twitter, or is it? A, I don't know. Or I, does it have video? Components I don't use Twitter. That, I don't use Facebook. So, and, and I'm not saying I'm more righteous than anybody who does right. use those things. I, I do. I do. Uh, you, I do see what happens on those platforms, yeah. uh, but as I, I, I wouldn't use Truth Social for the same reasons I don't use those others. But so I don't know the answer to that question. Well, if if Truth Social is simply a replacement for Twitter, and tw- and Elon Musk does what he said he's going to do with Twitter, I don't see the purpose for Truth I, Social. I agree. I agree. So he may not shut it down right away, but he could shut it down. But I'm giving him by August. He's going to be back on Twitter. If if they let him back on, if they remove Elon the Musk has said it's going to be open to, yeah. to then he he'll, he'll absolutely be up back on. Uh, I, I he's a businessman, so look at it from a business position. Twitter is now competition for his Truth Social. Right. If for some reason Truth Social takes off and gets several million users, and and he thinks it can be a voice, then he'll stay. If not, it's a business decision. Why wouldn't you do both? He could. I'm sure he will. Just do true social I'm and sure do Twitter will. if you yeah. want to do that. I'm I, sure he will. I, he inve- I, I'm, I'm guessing Tr- President Trump himself invested millions and millions and millions of dollars in this. I'm, I'm guessing. Well, he, he, and he could, he, that but, part of it, he could go to Elon Musk and say, buy me out. Yeah, but who knew? Restore my, uh, well, who, who knew that Elon Musk was going to buy? Who knew that two months ago right? that Elon Musk was right. going to buy uh, Twitter up? <laughs> that has been so funny to watch the. the uh, lefties just hair on fire uh, attitude toward Elon Musk, who is not a conservative. He's a libertarian uh, who's a free speech guy. Right. And he just says, hey, everybody ought to have the right to express themselves on Twitter as long as it's not uh, advocating violence or criminal conduct. Other criminal conduct. Yeah, criminal conduct. They're having a bad month, aren't they, these these leftists? They they They, have – Huh? They've got the Roe v. The Roe they, v. They, Wade they, overturned. They're they're striking out. Yep. They're not even fouling ball pitches off. <laughs> the, le- the lefties are striking out and going back to the bench. Yeah. Usually in three pitches. Yep. So it's uh, anyway. It it couldn't happen to a nicer group of folks. Well, I will I will say this. Aside from the question about whether it be the best thing for the conservative movement or whatever, if if President Trump throws his hat back in the ring. To run in 2024, his MAGA hat, his MAGA hat, and which it looks like he may do, the left's heads are going to explode because they know the trends in this country with the economy and so on and so forth are liable to put a Republican back into the White House, and if it's Trump, these people are going to save it yeah. for tomorrow. It, yeah. Oh yeah, I got some good stuff. You got tomorrow. some good stuff yeah. stacked up for tomorrow, Steve. Well, I got one. <laughs> I'm sorry I took your time. No, it's your time. It was important what you just shared, Ed. <laughs> I've forgotten what it was exactly. but Yeah, me too. What was your last sermon about, Ed, that you preached? Uh, let's see. I, 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 you talk about when I was in Monroe. It wasn't a I was sermon. Just kidding. I was yeah. just kidding. Uh, I'm just amused when pastors can't remember their last sermon. Uh, it was but about spiritual could. warfare. Yeah. Oh, that's it, was only, it was only two weeks ago. Yeah, it was pretty broad in general. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. You want me to uh, preach it? No, no. Well, you could save it. Maybe preach it tomorrow. <laughs> thank you for thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Our thanks to Brent Creeley, our producer, Fred Jackson, uh, all the other guests, and uh, my friend and colleague Ed Vitagliano. Thank him. We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody.